G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been working our way through insights into the book of Genesis. And in our last segment, we were talking about the table of nations, which leads to a understanding of what was coming when those nations worked together. And I'm talking about the Tower of Babel here. Camille, what's so important and what's so special about the nations working together and the Tower of Babel? God was telling the sons of Noah and their descendants to spread abroad and populate the earth. In Genesis 10, we met Nimrod. He's the rebel. If God tells you to look up, Nimrod's going to look down. If God tells you to work, he's going to rest. If God tells you to go forward, Nimrod will go backward. So what Nimrod does in violation of God's command, he actually wants to consolidate people, get them into city-states, and have worship that revolves in a primitive form of humanism and also worship of himself. He's the first uh, yeah, dictator, the first empire builder, first city builder, and so on. In the midst of this city that he built, it's called Babylon. And Babylon is going to be the image and the rival to the great city of God, Jerusalem. It's in Babel where, until that point, everybody spoke one language and one speech. And then in the land of Shinar, Mesopotamia, southern Iraq, you have Babylon. They decide they're going to build a city and a tower that reaches the heavens because they're trying to make themselves a name. They don't care about God or his name or his glory or his goodness. They only care about themselves. In essence, they're worshiping themselves. The Tower of Babel was more than just a building, an edifice with perhaps a revolving restaurant. It was a worship center. And it was worship based on rebellion, Nimrod style, to the living God. And it was there that God said, I've had enough. I'm going to confound their speech that Babel, which is meant to be gate of God, Bab-el, is now converted to Babel, which in Hebrew means confusion. God took their one speech, confounded it, and they were confused one with another. Is there a sense in which the people, while they were united with one language and able to do really whatever they put their hand to, that God saw their actions as being an area of arrogance and really the building of the Tower of Babel as a monument against God, and he chose to confuse their languages? Exactly. He didn't just see those as arrogance. He saw it as rebellion to him. God cannot countenance rebellion because that's what happened with Lucifer, the anointed cherub who covered. He rebelled and, in essence, became the adversary, Satan. It's bad enough to have it in supernatural form, 
but to also have this rebellion in human form and exportable was just too much. That's why God came down, confounded their languages, and they were scattered. This is perhaps what we could call the beginning of rival religion or perhaps even false religion against that which we believe today. This is one of the key reasons God has given seven chapters to Scripture about the fall of Babylon. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.